0: Good morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome Sunday morning, August the 16th here from a very, very cold Cape Town. Oh my word, what an honor to visit with you this morning again in your home on this Sunday morning during the lockdown time. Now there's different services going on this morning, 7.30 there was a prayer walk in Bonnie Bray. Then 8 o'clock, the service starts at Afrikaans at Powerhouse. And then the 9.30 service at uh, the conference center. And then all the 10 o'clock services. And then the 12.30 service in Bray. But we are honored to serve you in your home today. We never preach because God is not a Sunday situation just the event that we use on Sundays, it's a 24-7 experience that we have. In Him we live, we move, and have our being. Thank you for carrying us with your prayers this week, with um, the homegoing of my sister and all the messages and the food and everything people did. And uh, thank you. That's what's going to help us, and we pray for So many people that passed on in August that God will help us. This is a wake-up call time. Somebody say a wake-up call. Your life can be interrupted in a split of a second. One phone call, one doctor diagnose, one word from the bank manager, one word from SARS, that's the tax people, oh my word, can change your whole life. And that's why we are busy in August with the most phenomenal theme that we preach on. Now I've said it many times, and I said it during the week when we do the keys of faith. We don't preach just to be on this media and television because this day we will be on television as well on the Crayskate program. We don't do that just because we want to be some. No, no, no. The word of God has been given as. A lamp and a light to help us. Jesus made a statement and that statement is all the time with me. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will remain forever. And that's where we are because we understand the theme. Let thy kingdom come. Now that's a very important statement, Jesus (laughs) <laughs> uh, made, and, and and that when he prayed, now, this morning, out of the book of Matthew, oh, my word, and Matthew, you're going to pick up something that you've maybe never been seeing it this way, Matthew chapter 26, 39, and uh, he, now he took Peter with him, and some of the other disciples, and Jesus went in Gethsemane to pray, now we said, The first high treason was in a garden of Eden. And that's the first place where Jesus shed his blood. Because that's where man's will went outside of the will of God. And God's just got a plan A for your life. Say a plan A. Oh my word, I tremble many times when I hear what people talk and say. And uh, people serving God for years. And they think there's a plan B and a plan C. And if this one doesn't work, I'm going to the next one. Then we have people that don't know Jesus and say, I realized this week uh, I had a phone call in it uh, that somebody said, do you know me out of that's out of the 80s? I need Jesus. That was one of the wildest people. He said, can you come and lead me to the Lord? I'm coming this week, this coming week. And uh, many people that we get in contact with, You realize we live in a world where people like birds with broken wings, disappointed, don't know where to go. Of course, the charismatics and cruisamatics, we got so familiar with God's grace and God's goodness and God's anointing and God's presence and with the revival that we miss completely the plan. Now you're going to hear what I'm going to share this morning. It says, and going a little farther, that's Jesus now, he threw himself upon the ground on his face and prayed, saying, my father, if it's possible, let this cup pass away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will or I want or I desire, says the Amplified, but as you will and desire. Now I'm reading the Bible most of my life and I've discovered something this morning out of the scripture. And he came to the disciples after he prayed, not my will, your will be done. He found them sleeping and said to Peter, what are you so utterly unable to stay awake and keep watch with me for one hour? All of you must keep awake. Give strict attention. That's now Jesus speaking in Gethsemane. He says, be cautious and active. Oh my word, that's powerful stuff. And watch and pray. (laughs) One guy said, I closed my one eye and with the other eye I watched. That's not what it means. He says that you may not come into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing. Hear this. Jesus saying, but the flesh is weak. So Here is a thing. Again, a second time. Have you ever read that? A second time Jesus went back to pray. (laughs) He says a second time. He went away and prayed. My father, if this cannot pass by unless I drink it, your will be done. And he again came and found them asleep. Now, all the other books tells us that he started praying so earnestly That his sweat become like blood. Now, it was just necessary to touch on Matthew, Matthew's version of how Jesus experienced this. And the important thing is we're dealing with a weak flesh and maybe with a strong spirit, but between the spirit world. And the flesh world is a mind. Now, your mind is the key. Your mind is the battlefield. Your mind, and and you're going to see this morning when I share some information that must become a revelation to lead you to activation of the word, that how you can move and not stay. Because we're dealing with a religious world. Religion was the same people who crucified Jesus. (laughs) Now, religion works like this up and down. One moment they say, Hosanna to the son of David. Pull out their clothes, take the palm branches, lay it before him. That same crowd. (laughs) The next moment they say, crucify him. Away with him. Let Barabbas (laughs) come forth. Now, this is the thing with religion. But when there's a relationship, because that's why you will discover the difference between when he's savior. And I've said it over and over, many people only know Jesus as Savior. They make the right sounds, hum hum, and uh, they sing the right songs. But is he Lord this morning? The fact, after I listened to the president last night and I was thinking, the fact that South Africa and the world who said 85% Christians, listen and we're not impacting the world is that for most people jesus is savior but he's not lord it's a complete difference he's not lord that's why the the main thing this morning is let thy will be done let your will become my will god my will must be your will And that's the process, because if I miss to say that God's will is my will, I will never be able to say, here I am. Because that's the the hashtag we talk about, here I am. And there's different people in the Bible that the moment when they said, here I am, that's where we end last Sunday night and we start last Sunday morning. What happened in their lives? Because what you will discover when you said, here I am, the most powerful words, the eighth thing that I will share is when Jesus came and he said to us, here I am, to us, (laughs) oh my word, he he wants you to say, here I am, if you do this, God said, I'll do this, that means here I am, and uh, it's God's way of doing things. Now the Bible tells us this phenomenal story and in Romans 14, 7, for none of us, this is amazing, this letter was written to the Christians, to born again, tongue talking, Holy Ghost rolling, people that was baptized, that accepted Jesus Christ as Lord or a Saviour. This letter was written to them, not to the heathen. So there's a possibility that you can serve God and that you can live for yourself. And that's what I've discovered. Oh, my word, during my sister's passing. And people know it. They say, I'm sorry to hear about your sister, but I need this right now. I'm sorry to hear that your sister passed away, but this is my very need. And I was thinking, even at the funeral, uh, after the funeral, somebody sent me a message, I need this, do you think you can do it, that was a 50 to 80,000 rand deal, and I sat there and I think, oh my Jesus, people are unsensitive, and people just care about what they want, that's our human nature, the weak flesh, (laughs) what Jesus was talking, Peter, (laughs) be alert, be awake, do something, because the spirit is willing. But the flesh is so weak. And That's why we need to have the mind of Christ to understand how God is thinking. God's word is the only word that carries the truth, not even the constitution of the nation can <laughs> stick to that plan. It's only God's plan. And we can decide today, I'm going to follow the plan of God, because your charisma, listen, is the first impression, but your character will be the remaining impression. That's what I've learned years ago. I was preaching at this conference, and I had people in stitches, you know, and jump up and shout and said for years we have built our ministries on our uh, titles and our anointings and our giftings and, and our talents and our personalities. And people were, Whoa, hallelujah, glory to God. But, and we even bowed on the anointing. But we never bowed it on the character of Christ. Because all those things that I've just mentioned can fail you. You can do whatever. God can anoint a stick. He anoints a needle of Dorcas. They didn't want to bury her because she had a needle. Moses had a stick. A little boy had five loaves of bread. That's not the qualification. We think that's the grace of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God. That's everything about God. It's when there's the godly character that here I am, let Thy will be done, that I live from my spirit man to the outside. Have you ever read where Paul says, I was thinking about that this morning, when I want to do this, then this comes up. It's continually a fight, a battle, and that's what Paul addressed the church in Rome. He says, for none of us live for ourselves. This is what SARS COVID-19 lockdown was manifesting. Is it about you or is it about what God's will? If it's about what I will, then my life will be consumed with my, and it increase and the capacity grow and the desire grow. What I want. Because it's built on fear And doubt and unbelief But when I do it What Paul says He says if we live We live for the Lord Wow If we live If we are alive That's the reason we on the face of the earth Is for the Lord Not first for my husband, my wife, my children For my parents, for my business For my money I, If I love, I love. For the Lord. That's what this message is, is going to help you to discern and make this decision. What would I'm living all the time for? Do I live just for what I want? Or do I live for what he wants? And that's why Jesus in his own words. In Matthew 10.39. Oh my word. That's a powerful thing. Where he says. Whoever loves his life, will lose it, for years you try to build a life, and what you want, and what you desire, and you love your life, you, <laughs> I've seen people, they so hide, they cannot come by, but he said, whoever loses life for the gospel's sake, who gave up his life for Jesus, who said, Lord, here I am, not my will, remember here Jesus prayed twice, Lord, if it's your will, that scripture above there said, I'm in such an agony now. He was facing everything that we did wrong, that we can do wrong, every sickness, every disease, every condition, every situation, the things of the world, every injustice he took upon him so that we can be redeemed from sin, from the curse of the law, redeemed from sickness, redeemed from poverty, that we can walk in the completeness and in the fullness of God. Now, I just want to get to the simplicity of the gospel, because it won't help you if I tell you all these revelations. It's going to help you to get in the foundation, build on that strong foundation, The just shall live by faith, not by feelings, not by emotions, not by what I want, not by money, not by choices, stupid choices, the world makes—and press me into that, not to compare with the Jones next door, they've got a new car, I must have a better car, no, 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 life is made out of the choices I will make today, significant people in life, ask themselves, every day. What must I do today where I need to be tomorrow? And if you see what God has in store, now <laughs> this is fresh from the baking heaven from he- <coughs> out of heaven. Nothing happens in your life until you say, here I am. Now, what we do in this theme and this series, what you want to do it, discover what it is, what happens, and we spoke about Jonah when you run away from God. Now, run away from God is not just going drinking, dancing, partying, doing everything and, and smoke tars and tobacco. You can say, I serve God, but you still run away from your life mission. God has a life mission. And for each person in this life born from above, have the same life mission to live out God's dream. Now, Gustav, I heard somebody say, No, no, I need to find my own. No, no. God already prepared it according to the book of Ephesians, what He has designed beforehand. That's why your job in life is not really your life mission, to be a, a lawyer and a doctor and that. That's just part-time to help you fulfill your life mission. Oh, I'm called to be a businessman. I was a businessman. Was I fulfilled? Not really. Did I make good money? Yes. But that's not the key. That's only the tools. Your gifting is your tool. I can sing. I can play music. I can preach. I can stand on my head and whistle the anthem, whatever, Africa through my big toes. No, no, no. <laughs> Your, your, your life mission is the thing. You were created for God's divine pleasure. Now listen here. Because this morning we, we're going to look at, again, finish this morning with these eight people. What happened when you say yes, yes, yes to God about your life mission? But also what happens when you run away From what God has assigned you to. Now this is very important. Because many people, many people, only make Jesus Savior. And he's not Lord. Now it's actually impossible to to have a relationship to call him Savior and not make him Lord. So that's a 50-50 thing. That's I am complete religious. <laughs> we came out of religion. Oh, my word. Ladies had eyebrows. It looks like <laughs> that cricket announcer. <laughs> they were not allowed to shave. They were, uh, their leg and arm pups. They, they cannot wear, wear makeup. You know, some ladies really need makeup this morning. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they, they cannot, oh, the hairs were in buns. Now we grew up in that. We, I, I was only allowed to wear a white shirt, uh, uh, black frame glasses. Now it's back in fashion now. And that railway shoes with the round. Oh my word, I remember I was at this conference and imagine I was the first person to break the barriers in that denomination, pitch up with white shoes a red bell bottom, that was the time of the bell bottoms in the 70s. And with a striped shirt and with a tie, of course, the tie doesn't even fit the shirt. <laughs> I look like a the thermometer. And oh my word, the, the moderator, the president of the church, was so angry with me and the executive board because I said, You look like a Christmas tree, a clown. Here. <laughs> They asked me to leave the platform. And, you know, because that was a no, 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 no thing. And, but I've learned with all that trimmings that we had on the outside, we were bitter on the inside. We were terrible, walking unforgiveness. We hate people. We gossip. We, we just to God for a sideline, the fifth spare wheel when I'm in trouble you know and i can tell you stories because i come a long journey 51 years of the pentecostal charismatic journey and that's why it's dangerous you can live your life now listen to the statement i'm going to make you can live your life with plans without purpose or you can live your life with god's plans fulfilling purpose now you will always discover God's and our human nature is we want we have plans before we live out what we were designed purpose for (laughs) your life mission now now plans before purpose is the place where it's I have never experienced my own Gethsemane my Gethsemane is God, not my will. Let your will be done. And that's what Jesus showed us because your will, He gave us a free will, a free will to make choices and to decide. <laughs> Nobody end up in front of the pulpit getting married and said yes and didn't know what He said yes for. <laughs> and said I don't say yes I don't uh, no 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 you you know exactly because you make the choice I counsel many people before they got married years ago and I said this is not going to work and they say she said oh my life mission is in life is to get him saved but he smokes pot <laughs> doesn't tobacco and he is as heathen as can be guess what happened instead of her getting him saved he got her to become a heathen again. <laughs> and then she cries, and then she's angry with God, and then she. No, 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 no. Life is made out. The choices we make today is we were going to end tomorrow. I've made boo boos in my life, but how did you correct them, Gustav? I had to get semeny. I had to come to the point where I say, not my will. I had to bring my Isaac to the. Altar of sacrifice, because this is important. Proverbs 19:21. Now, plans before purpose in your life. You cannot live haphazardly and said, Okay, we see what God's gonna do. No, God said, I already tell you what I want to do tomorrow. I want you to let your will go. It's your will, your will. Listen, people. Because it's when purpose and then plans that promises and capacity are ordering my footsteps. (laughs) Did you get that this morning? It's when I let go of my will. It's when I, when purpose first, God's will, then plans. Come on, somebody that unlocks the promises And that brings the capacity that are ordering my footsteps. The the righteous footsteps are ordered by the Lord, not by emotions, not by feeling, not by money. Oh, I've seen many people came and worship with us and, you know, asbestos, roof, plastic chairs, normal carpets. And when they become multimillionaires, they said, sorry, we cannot worship here. What will our family say? They didn't care what the family said. <laughs> they came over. They were heathen. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, we, can't, we cannot let our fancy car stand. Your... That's the things we deal with in life. And then I thought, oh, Satan just gave you a rope to hang yourself. And not far from that. Because they didn't follow God's plan. They are in trouble. God wants you to live to the fullness. Now, the fight inside of every human being, saved or not saved, is between plans and purpose. Now, you're going to hear the scriptures. The fight inside between every human being is between plans and And between God's purpose. Because plans, we like the things that we are familiar with. We don't like the unfamiliar, the unknown. And the unknown is in Romans chapter 12. We think it's unknown. No, it's proven with fire. It's proven through the lion's den. It's proven through the death angel in Exodus. (laughs) The word of God, God's will. God's will, because Proverbs chapter 19, 21 says, many other plans. It didn't say one plan, many other plans. It's B, C, D. We, we, we have a plan, a God's plan. No, no, I don't like God's plan. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's going to ask too much of me. It's going to require I give God my rulership. I, I I let God rule over my life. No, no my things becomes his No, I want to. Nobody's taking (laughs) my. You see, whoever tries to win his life will lose it. But when I lose my life for the gospel's sake, when I hand over, he will win it. Much more in this life and then eternal life. Jesus said that. Uh, Did you ever hear that? Hear that word. Many other plans in a person's heart. But, there's a but word in but It is the Lord's purpose that prevails Wow Wow (laughs) One of the the King James says Many devices Now listen what what the Bible says Devices (laughs) The one translation calls it plans King James calls it devices in a man's heart, many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, it's the Lord's counsel, the Lord's will. It's the Lord's decree, what God said, that he can never go back on his word. It's the, Because God said, I swear by myself, it's the Lord's decree that will stand. Ooh, did you pick up that word devices oh my word how many of you in technology we have so many devices <laughs> come on a ipad a iphone a apple a computer devices and then all the things that goes with the devices that's called devices now listen what paul says in second corinthians 2 11 Lest Because there's two things fighting now in us. Will and purpose. (laughs) Devices and purpose. Come on somebody. Plans and purpose. That's fighting all the time. So devices, plans and my will is in the same category. That's what I fight against. That's why people miss the fullness of God. Miss what God had. They, they, They settle for mediocre lives. They settle for less. They go in. Survival mode. I refuse to live a life of only in survival. And if you had Lofdal and on staff, you cannot just be in survival mode. Just go and say, Oh, God Don't worry, people of foreigners think I'm speaking in tongues. No, no. God God's water is the purpose. God had your life mission, your life mission, your life mission. Listen, 2 Corinthians 2.11, less Satan should take advantage. What does Satan do? Take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. The same word that's used in Proverbs is used in 2 Corinthians, devices, his plots, his plans. Lest Satan should so what is the plan of the enemy? He wants to take advantage of you, he wants to spiritually molest you, (laughs) he wants to spiritually prostitute you. That's what he because he's afraid you will discover God's plan and purpose and then live out your life mission. Come on, people. That's the Bible this morning. We we cannot produce weak Christianity. We cannot produce haphazard Christian lives. We need to be specific. We need to be focused. We need to live out our life mission. That's so easy to discover my life mission. Now, this is a phenomenal thing. Many businesses in America open on Sundays. Chick-fil-A belongs to Christians, born-again Christians. Hobby Lobby is a humongous art and craft, it's bigger as the hypermarket here in South Africa. They decide, we Christians, we close our businesses on Sunday. That every employee, even Chick-fil-A, that's a food industry. Now you know people don't cook really there. They, they go through drive throughs They said, we give our people on Sunday's times to serve God. And we will honor that. Do you know Chick-fil-A make more money than any other business? In the food industry in America. Because they put God's purpose above their world. Hobby Lobby. There's another one. Michael's and all these. Hobby Lobby. The Greens. That's the family. They make more money through Hobby Lobby. By closing on Sundays. Than Michael's and every other art places opened on Sundays. Now I'm not saying so. I'm saying the first day of the week is important. Because if you put business and your things above God, the blessing is not on that. God can only bless what he has designed and ordered. Now, let me get to the fullness of this. Lest Satan should take advantage. That's why the Bible says we're not ignorant of his devices because we have what? The anointing of God. That's why I need to be led by the spirit. Is the spirit, is this a yes or a no? (laughs) No. And whenever the spirits say yes, do it. When the spirits say no, even if it is gold and diamonds glitter, don't touch it because it's not blessed. <laughs> now listen, Proverbs 14:12. There is a way. Wow. A path. A direction. An idea. A plan. A plot. <laughs> A device, a scheme that seems right to a man. Woo! Ha ha! But! <laughs> our neighbors will think, what the heck is going on here? But the end is the way of death. One translation says, the end of that thought leads to destruction. Wow! So what must I do here on August the 16th, a few months away from December the 31st? What must I do to live a significant life? I don't care how we lived our lives. This is the time. It's a wake-up call. Somebody say a wake-up call. The alarms are going on. It's time to redeem the time because it starts with here I am. Now listen. Two things Satan wants to stop. Now, I'm not here to talk about Satan. We know our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. It's not people. It's demonic influence. That's why we need to pray for this government. Pray for the governments of the world. They're afraid. Now, they're not going to take over uh, while we're on the face of the earth because the Holy Spirit and God's people, God's ambassadors, I here to stop the the wiles and the plots and the plans of the enemy to rise up as a voice. Listen, two things Satan wants to stop and to hinder and to prohibit it in your life. (laughs) He doesn't want you to live out your life mission and to say to God, here I am. While God wants you to live the plan and purpose. Come on, people. He has designed the plan for your life mission. That's why you have the guarantee. I know how it's going to end. That's why Paul could say, Oh, my word, in all these things, I am more than a conqueror. Hallelujah, through him. I said it at my sister's memorial service. She (laughs) and her race strong as a champion, as an overcomer, because Paul says nothing will separate. In this we are more than conquerors. That's how God wants you to end your life, not just going through life and waste time and be an oxygen thief and take up space and capacity and eat McDonald's and go to the bathroom. No! No! God wants you to be a person of impact, impact. Well, I first need a title. You don't need a title. You've got the greatest title. You've got the greatest. Ma- well, I need to. You have the greatest ministry. The ministry of reconciliation. You carry the greatest title. Ambassador, son of God, and new creature in Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 17. Listen, it starts with to live out God's plan and purpose with three words, here I am. Because listen, what is the scripture? Romans fourteen seven. for none of us live for ourselves. None of us live for ourselves. If we live, we live for the Lord. Now, we looked at eight people that says, here I am. And we said, What happened when I say here I am? And we used first Abraham and let me just touch on it because we need to complete the last few. I will make sacrifices that I never thought I could make. First the sacrifice, then the blessing. And Abraham made that sacrifice and then everything that he sacrificed with became the great blessing. In you all nations will be blessed. That same Isaac on the altar went and in a time of famine, he brought a sacrifice. The greatest thing in famine, don't hold back. You must sow, become a sower, become a a sower, a a joyful prompt to do it. sower. And he sowed in Genesis 26 and that year he had a hundred times more. And God gave him cattle and livestock and servants and the Philistines envied him. (laughs) Number two. The second thing, when I said, here I am, I face a fear I never thought I could face. It was Jacob. Jacob, here I am. (laughs) Jacob means schemer. (laughs) He didn't tell Abraham to go to Egypt. He didn't tell Isaac to go. He gave Jacob the instruction in Genesis 46. And we know that's where millions of Hebrew children came out. You You will face a fear. I never thought I could face. Nothing will be impossible with God. Your insecurities. He had to face all his schemes. He had to deal with it. He wrestled with the angel of the Lord. And then he said, what's your name? My name is Jacob the schemer, the schemester, the plan maker. And then he said, now you will be Israel the overcomer. That's where it started with Jacob had an experience yeah, when he woke up, out of the, he said, oh, my word, how terrible is this place. Nothing than a gateway to heaven and a house of God. That's what God wants you to experience. The gateway to heaven, the house of God, the place of blessing where he changed your name. From Schemer to Israel, the overcomer. I face fears that I never thought I could. You are more than a conqueror. Number three, I see a miracle I never thought I would see. That was Moses bush burning, throw down his staff, turn in a snake, grab it on the tail, turn back into a staff, put his hand in his bosom, turn leprosy, put it back, it was cleaned. God said, now you go. And what if Moses, I said it last week, wouldn't say here I am? Because each one of them said, Three words, here I am. Think about all the miracles. He wouldn't see the Nile turn into blood. He wouldn't see while the angel of death passed by that all the people in Goshen was not touched. That's why the Goshen is the blood of Jesus, where the instruction was followed, the blood of a lamb was on the doorpost the death angel passed over. He couldn't touch it when you do what God tells you to do. The devil cannot touch you. Come on people. Hallelujah. You will prosper. You will be blessed. You will come out of place of obscurity and out of the narrow places and you will put your life in action you will take back the keys when you say here I am you will see miracles you never thought you would see now of course we argue with God like Moses he had four questions who am I God (laughs) oh my word I killed a a Philistine and Egyptian and I did this and that your 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 all your excuses of your mistakes and your shortcomings will cry that's the device of the enemy say footsack devil if you don't if he doesn't understand the other word i'm washed i'm blood i've made up my mind here i am because i hand over my will to the will of god i'm forgiven I'm blessed, my name is written in the book of life, come on people, you are so valuable to God, can we any longer (laughs) delay God's assignment for our life mission, for what God has planned and purpose, you don't want to die without living what God has designed you for, just existing, no, because one day we're going to stand before God, give account what did we do, with God, what God entrusted us, you are valuable. Heaven, believe in you. You can do it. He says, "Who are you?" God said, "I am." <laughs> you just need the "I am." Now that "I am" was not in Moses. Today's in you. Greater to see that's in me. You have an advantage. You are, are a million years ahead of Moses and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Ezekiel and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Malachi. And even John the Baptist. <laughs> Elijah Elisha. Gideon. Humillant because you have him inside of you. The fullness is in you. <laughs> then he said, Lord, what about them? What's the people going to say? Oh, my word, Lord. <laughs> and the Lord said, oh, don't worry about them. <laughs> my family, my husband, my wife. What are they going to say if I say here I am? No, you just do it. And then Moses said, how about this, God? <laughs> this is my weakness, my fault. I stutter, I huckle. <laughs> I cannot say, uh, 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 God said, oh, man. <laughs> I will also stutter when a bush and doesn't consume <laughs> and a voice speak to me. He said, I've given your brother Aaron. I always send you in teams. I've made up a team. You cannot make it on your own. Well, me and my family was no, 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 no. You need God's family. <laughs> I was thinking at uh, last Thursday, our spiritual family, our our natural family. We family. You're my family. Yes, we love you. And I love my natural family. But they're going to (laughs) die if Jesus doesn't come. But with my spiritual family, we're going to live into eternity. Isn't that amazing? Listen. (laughs) Then he said, Lord, I don't think I can do it. God said, you can. You can. And then we looked at <laughs> the next one, the fourth one. Who said, "Here I am! I will hear a message I never thought I would hear." Samuel. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, "Here I am." First, Samuel thought it was Eli, but Eli was—he uh, was supposed to raise this young boy, and that he can excel. <laughs> what Eli ever did. And Eli, after the third time, Eli, he was so hard of hearing, he couldn't hear God. Then he said, I don't call you. It must be God. Now when the voice call you, say, here I am. And Samuel said, here I am. And then the Lord shared with this mighty prophet, you will hear a message that you never thought. God wants to speak to you that will line up with the word. <laughs> and number five, We finished last Sunday night with it. I'll go to a place I never thought I would go. Because listen, (laughs) then I heard the Lord's voice saying, Whom can I send and whom will go for us? So I said, Here I am, send me. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. He first had an excuse. Now, the fight between your will and God's purpose, God's life mission for your life is always... The excuses. How many excuses? I don't have money. My car is broken. I, I cannot do it. I don't have clothes. People tell me these things all the time. I'll go one day when I'm ready. No, one day may never come. Listen. But when the angel wiped out the excuse with a burning coal, these coals of fire, the Holy Spirit, to override every excuse you sit this morning not to do it. And he said, Whom shall I send and whom shall go? And Isaiah said, Here I am. Send me. Wow. Wasn't he a powerful, powerful, powerful prophet? Now this morning, let me carry on. What happens when I say, Here I am? I'm going to talk to you about jumping in the New Testament. Almost everybody said, oh, you old that no, no, I want to help you where people did it with the Holy Spirit, with the blood of Jesus and how it start. I will trust a promise of God. I never thought I would trust Mary. Teenage girl, not married, engaged to Joseph. And in Luke chapter 135, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. For nothing is impossible with God. (laughs) Now here, here, here are the key. Here is Mary. You're going to give birth. You're going to be a virgin after you gave birth. Now, virgin birth doesn't go together. But what makes it possible Listen, what the angel told her, for nothing is impossible with God. Somebody just say it this morning, whatever you face, whatever your life mission is, you are a billionaire in the making. You are the greatest evangelist on the face of the earth. It's not only standing in front of 10 millions and 20 millions is that one person. Listen, nothing is impossible with God. Say it again. Faith comes by hearing. Hear it, because now for months, hundred and forty-four, how many days we are in today? You've just heard impossible, cannot work. It's not going to work. People are dying and uh, covered and uh, locked down and bankrupt and 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 Lord Charles closed down and all these big companies. Nothing says the word is impossible with God, because. <laughs> This is what Mary said after she heard. Nothing is impossible. That was not what her parents planned for her. That's not what she planned for her. That's not what o Josie, Joseph planned for her because she could be stoned according to the custom. She planned to be a mother and married to a Jewish man. But God's life purpose to give birth to the Emmanuel, God with us. Same thing that happened with Mary in the natural. He said the Holy Spirit overshadow you and you will give birth. It's the same thing that happens with us in the spirit when you give your heart to the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> incorruptible seed fells in your spirit, man, and you become incorruptible. You become a newborn, you become a person not living for yourself. You have the character of God, the nature of God, the mind of Christ. Oh my word, we have a powerful word for tonight that's gonna help you to understand. Listen, <laughs> I trust a promise, and nothing happened with Mary. Nothing. She she carried this promise. You are carrying promises. Why didn't it come to pass? Here's the answer. Very simple. Until you said, here I am. Nothing happened with Mary. All the promises, God's will could not be executed until Mary brought her will. Let thy will be done and said it with the words. And she said something a bit more powerful than just here I am. She said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. May it be done unto the handmaiden of the Lord. You see, it's the will factor. My will. She could have stopped it and said, no, I'm not going to do it. Then history would be completely different. Mary wouldn't be on the lips of people. But because how many times did God ask somebody to do something, to, to become the channel, To help on the face of the earth. To do God's will. And they refuse it. And God's spirit had to get somebody else that could say, here I am. Let it be done unto the hand servant of the Lord according to his word. Because remember when Peter said, Lord, it is you command me to come. Jesus had a word. Peter, come. He had to bring his will. In line, the only thing when you bring your will in line with God's will is, Here I am, no longer my will, no longer I that liveth, but Christ who live in and through me. The works Jesus said I have done, you will do them also in gra-. It starts with, Here I am. Threesome. The gospel is not complicated. People want to give the ten revelations of the ten heavens, and then the seven heavens, and then the third heavens, and then I trip to heaven and I eat. Uh, crispy creams there, and right, and macar- I nearly said macaronis, and merry-go-rounds, oh garbage, and people are caught up, we are so caught up, in all this nonsense, now I believe in the supernatural, I believe in the Holy Spirit, I had experiences, and I've seen experiences, but it starts with, experiences come and go, but when I say here I am, it's a continuation, of the greatness of God, manifesting through you, to change the world I'm not living for myself Jesus said that now then I could understand the woman in one king 17 she had to say here I am with my flour and my oil I'm either gonna die what she made up her mind <laughs> and the God had another plan he just said I paraphrase if you can bring your oil and flour you will not die your son will not die I will sustain you until the yoke of the famine is destroyed. That's where many people in this time, I'm not asking your money. I'm just giving you the the solution. Don't hold back. Don't let your expenses be more than what belongs to God. Serve God with your things. Serve God with your finances. Serve God with everything. And you will see how he can sustain you. God's got ways to answer your prayers. Oh my word, of course our farmer sent with me, he sent me a text last night about the seeds they plant. I'll share about that tonight. And that was just this recently We thought that it's going to rotten, and how it start coming up. <laughs> seed doesn't operate. Listen, in your pocket, it must become in the ground, sowed. This is an acorn tree. But actually, it's a seed in my hand. When I plant it, an acorn comes up the acorn producer, forest. You have the potential of a forest inside of you and through your life. Now, I don't want to get in that. Number seven, and I need to finish. I will serve a person I never thought I could serve. It's amazing how many people, I like you, I don't like you, I hate you, I love you a bit. I'm okay with you, just don't come in my space. Here Ananias got a word. Saul was killing the Christians, persecuting them, and here God calls them, and that's where the seriousness are. And uh, I will serve a person I never thought I could serve. He says in Acts chapter 9, 10, 11, there was a follower of Jesus in Damascus. A what? A follower named Ananias. The Lord spoke to Ananias in a vision. Ananias, Ananias answered, here I am. What did he answer? Here I am. <laughs> Lord, he said, the Lord said to him, now, whenever you tell God, here you are, God will tell you, <laughs> this is your life mission. What's the will of God? What's the, your life mission. I'm going to give it to you this morning. Very simple. He says, the Lord said to him, get up and go to straight street. Find the house of Judas and ask for a man named Saul from the city of Tarsus. <laughs> now if Ananias he could say God that's the man you sent me in the lion's den he catches and he put people in prison and he throw them in the lion's den and he kills them now you send me to him you will be sent to a person God please send me to Korea, or sent me to Russia, or sent me to America, sent me to the UK, and sent me to the Europe, and God said, what about your neighbors, you you don't need to go to uh, there first, I first want to see what you do in your personal Jerusalem, (laughs) you will be my witnesses in your Jerusalem, in your Western Cape, in your Joburg, in your Cryfontaine, your Brackenfell, in the northern southern suburbs. That's where you will first be my witness. That's why a lot of people have a prophetic promise. The prophetic promise cannot start until you start where you are. Now think about that. If Ananias didn't go, what would history be? Paul wouldn't be so vibrant man. Ananias was the man assigned to Paul. And Paul wrote more than two-thirds of the New Testament through this man who discipled him, who teach him, who learned <laughs> Paul what it is to be a follower of Jesus. Wow! That would preach great. Come on, somebody. What God was saying, okay, Ananias, get rid of your self. Lord, I, I don't like him. He killed. I heard about him. I hide even people. <laughs> Lord said, forgive. God wants you to walk before him that he can answer our prayers. He can walk in complete forgiveness, not operating in fear. God will send you to a person you will serve. that you hear? Serve. A person I never thought I could serve. God says, go and love Saul. His name later became Paul unconditional, it's that unconditional love of God, that can take us in dimensions, the night when the Holy Spirit grabbed me, in June the 5th 2013, I was angry with people, I want to put them in prison, person that murdered my mother, I want to see her hanged, that's how I felt, that night, when the Spirit of God touched me, I forgave, I was no longer angry, I was no longer in pride because anger and unforgiveness is just pride. I could be available again for what God. And the last one is, I will find a joy I never thought I would find. Because this is Jesus now. Now I took you through Abraham, Jacob, Moses, oh my word, Samuel. Isaiah and then we jump to the New Testament to Mary and I took you to Ananias and now I'm taking you. Now here Jesus is where he said to us here I am. All the time we have to say here I am it's a double thing of a hundred percent on each side of commitment because in the book of Revelation chapter 3.20, listen, it's Jesus speaking, here I am. I stand at the door this morning and I knock. If you hear my voice and you open the door, who must open the door? You and I, the site where Jesus, where God is knocking doesn't have a door handle. This on this door, there's only one handle, and it's on you and my side. He said, I will come in and eat with you, and you will eat with me. (laughs) Listen, the promise that God gave us here. He said, all the time you said, here I am. You said to God, here you are. I let my will go this morning. I didn't like cryfontaine I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the pastor of Lovedal years ago. I hated that town. I took a calling to, the AFM called me, the, the, the superintendent, the moderator, the president, to be the pastor in Mariantal. It's a town between Ketmanswip and Windhoek. And they offered me everything I never had here in Cryfontaine. cryfontaine I knew heartaches and, persecution, and all kinds of stuff, and I messed up, and people messed up with me, and so I use my, I, I know the journey, how no, I'm not living in the past, past is over, and I went, and I met with the vice chairman, Fisi voorzitter, altijd visie voor die and they took out their Royal Albert tea sets, and plates, and give me food, and make with me a a pack and tell me about my contract and we're going to move there and give me a parsonage furnished with antiques and a brand new Mercedes Benz every year. And, and that after that meeting, I had to preach. And as I walk in the foyer of the AFM, Marienthal, I heard the audible voice of God. Herman was still alive. He played the organ and, and was this height. And I heard the Lord said, I remember we were driving a white Mazda. 3 to 3 a Tarzan car, 3 to 3 <laughs> And I heard, what do you think you're doing here? Wow. The Lord said, I didn't call you for Mariantal. I called you for South Africa, the Western Cape where you are. I told Herman and them, I went in. I said, when I say amen, I don't want an offering of this church. I want nothing from this place. We don't even sleep here." I said, we have to go to Vintuk tonight. I'm preaching in uh, Katatura tomorrow. That's during the time of the terrorists and everything. I said, I'm in big trouble with God because I'm doing now my will and not God's will. And that day, that changed my life. Think about all the people whose life we couldn't impact and the community. If we weren't be here, because in the '70s God had a word, prophesied through old Pastor Bengu, about this man that will come that was not born in South Africa. I'm not telling you I'm smart, I'm telling you how the plan of God works. He will have a solution for the shanty towns. There was not a squ- there was only poor Jackson trees and the CPA park there, community there. Today there's hundreds of thousands of people. Oh my word. And God said, I will give him the solution for this people. In the conference, the last conference that Donnie preached at LWPC, preached later on in the conference center before. No, he preached. That was the last. because we had the Sunday morning service there or something. And oh, brother, I call him Africa, Naftali, stood up went to the front. He said, as a little boy, I was sitting in the service where Pastor Bingo was prophesying. And while I was sitting here, God said, it's you. It's now, Gustav. He said, but you're South African. I said, no, I am not. I was not born in this country. God knew it. He knows about you, He knows your address, He knows what you think right now. And He brings you to the place to be weighed and not to be found lighted, but to say, Here I am. He said, I am knocking this morning on your door. Jesus said to you, Here I am this morning. I want you to say, let your will be done, O oh God. I let go of my will this morning. No longer I, no longer me. I cannot live for myself. I must live for other people because it's when you live for yourself, you become a fake. Then you need to impress people and it's hard to be a fake. It's hard work. Then you need to build your life with lies and pretend what you are not. while well, God wants you to just be you. It's when you are you I know I was a fake years ago I know what it is you know <laughs> you, you, you defeat it in the moment when you work on the pl- platform you de- no 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 I refuse to be that I've learned when you Jesus said I'm knocking I'm calling you this morning to experience to bring a sacrifice that will activate the blessing that <laughs> Face the fears, you will overcome every fear possible. Fear as a false evidence, appear real. People threaten me. People, oh my word, I can tell you history books. And I had to face the fears, and I conquered them by the grace of God. I was in an airplane that had a bomb on, and it never went off. And that's another story when a Friday night prayer meeting at um, the first or second conference, third conference center we had. I think this is number fifth. And when Kayla was upset and on cell phoned and while I was at the boarding gate, I had to face the fears. I never thought I could. Listen, oh my, it's grace. I've seen miracles. You will see miracles you never thought you would see because God's going to use you. He's as the God of miracles gonna flow through you, raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils, call things into existence. You will hear messages, God's voice directing you. And you will trust a promise, or you will go to places where you never thought you would be, and you will trust God's promise. God said, This is what I want to do through you, this is one I want to use you for my glory. This, you will tr- have to trust the promise of God like Mary. Let it be done. Because the only way how it can be, what God has in store for you, nothing is impossible with God. You need to activate and <laughs> come in motion with the miracle. And then you will serve people you never thought you would serve. I'll have people from high officials there. We serve them. You will be before kings and before governments of nations because of the words, here I am. And then Jesus said, now I want you to experience the joy that you never thought you could find. And that's in Jesus. I'm knocking on the door. It's knocking on your door this morning. Will you share the service with somebody? What is your answer going to be? You say, God, open. God said, no, I've already opened the door. I need you to open the door from your side now that I can come in and have a feast with you that you can live out your life mission. What is your life mission? To impact the world. Go and make disciples. Get the sinner saved. Make disciples and baptize them and teach them and disciple them. That's your life mission. And that will bring the promotion that you will be great in the kingdom of God like never before. You will only be remembered for two things. The problems you create or the solutions you brought for problems. That's what God's church needs to be known for. The solution for the world lies in your ability this morning. And are you ready to say yes? Pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, oh this Past two weekends, I've prayed, here I am. But this morning, I realize you say it to me, that here you are, and I'm opening this door, God. I'm no longer going to keep you outside by submitting my will this morning, this fight in me, what I want. I want to do it what you want. I pray like Jesus, because he shed his blood, it's possible to sub my will, in my body, my soul, my spirit, my business, my money, my family, my everyday living to you this morning. Here I am Jesus. Let your will be done. You don't need to look for anybody else. Whom shall I send and whom shall go? (laughs) Lord, here are people this morning watching and there's going to be hundreds of people that can say here I am. Thank you this morning that we can come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the healing power of Jesus that flow. By his stripes we are made whole. We forgive so that we can be forgiven. We let go that we will not be hand over to tormentors. Because your word says if you don't forgive, you'll be hand over to tormentors. And we don't allow tormentors to torment. We're not ignorant of the devices, Lord. We're not following our own plans this morning, and our, we're not gonna live the mistakes we have made. We stand out of them. We make a quality decision that we're gonna live in God's phenomenal plan. Thank you, God. We are givers. We are sowers. We're not afraid to say, we sow where we want to go. We come like the widow. Maybe there's people just with a handful of flour, a little bit of oil. But this morning, you activate the miraculous in their lives this morning. That's why with our tithes and offerings, we honor you, God. It belongs to you. We say thank you. Everything actually we have is yours, Lord. Speak to us that it will activate. You will never ask of us something that cannot activate the miraculous, the supernatural by nothing is impossible with God. Lord, if there's a sinner that doesn't know you this morning, I want them to pray. Say, if you don't know Jesus, pray. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I've heard the word of the Lord. And I know the only prayer you can hear from my side is this sinner's prayer as a sinner. Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth, believe in my heart that you, Lord, forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. And cleanse me this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Gustav de Troy from Lovdal International in the Western Cape. Tonight in the six o'clock broadcast. Bring all your bills, all your accounts. We're going to lay hands. Bring all your sicknesses, your diseases. With the word of God, with nothing in part. You're going to see we have seen it in this time. Supernatural provision. Businesses excel. Supernatural debt cancellation. Oh my word. Salvations that happen. Miracles is going to be activated. Because we're too touching anything. We love you. And oh my word. We miss you. And from our home to your home. Until tonight six o'clock. God bless you.